You have just stepped into a crust-free zone with Dr. Pat Basile. What is crust? Well, crust is that stuff that stands between you and what you want out of life. Crust is what keeps you stuck. Crust is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living your deepest heart's desire. So get ready to do some serious crust busting with Dr. Pat Basile and break through those layers of crusty conditioning to reveal the unlimited possibilities available to you to live your life full out. Dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey everyone, happy birthday to me today. Well, it's more than my birthday. We are celebrating the end of our 14th year as we roll right in to 2018 as our 15th year begins. But before we get all excited about that, we want to take you down a stroll down memory lane. So today, we thought we'd bring in some clips of shows we've done back in 2003 all the way through 2008 and 9. So consider this Crust Busting and Dr. Pat Part 1. Some of it's fun. Some of them are longer interviews with people like Shirley MacLaine, Juice Newton. But they're also answers to the one question that I started to ask years ago. What are some of the challenges and obstacles that you've overcome to bring you to this very moment? So sit back and enjoy. We're just going to kick it up and have some fun. Welcome to the show. Aloha, Dr. Dyer. Thank you. It's nice to be with you. Wow. You know, there's a question that I ask uh, each and every one of my guests, and it kind of goes like this. Uh, here you and I are sitting and go and on the verge of having an amazing conversation and living in the slide and glide of life. And to some, it may seem that things are just a cakewalk and always have been. Has that been the case for you? Uh, what are some of the obstacles that you have had to overcome to get to this very moment right here? I've never had any. Everything's been slide and glide. It's there you been go. Perfect. <laughs> I was born with a silver foot in my mouth or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I always like to think about uh, St. Francis, who I, you know, I wrote a book based upon his prayer a few years back, and I um, uh, spent a lot of time in Assisi, and one of his most famous observations was he said, I have been all things unholy. If God can work through me, he can work through anyone. Amen to that. <laughs> and that was back in the 13th century. Uh, it... Um, and when I think about obstacles, I mean, as I look back, um, I, I, I've had the same kinds of struggles in my life that most people have had. The first 10 years of my life I spent in, in a series of foster homes and orphanages and so on until my mom was able to reunite her family. My father just walked out on his family um, when I was just a baby, and he was a man I never saw, never had anything to do with. I had a lot of feelings of anger and resentment and hatred toward him until I was able to go to his grave in 1974 and uh, and forgive him and uh, it was right after I did that that everything in my life just turned around but I've had the same kinds of uh, uh, things I think the greater the teaching and the greater the teacher the, the greater the, the challenges that you have uh, I've been through the struggles of addictions in my life mm-hmm. um, and uh, and worked on on those in many many different areas uh, um, I'm celebrating 20 years without having a soda pop. Now, that doesn't sound like much, but I used to drink 8 to 10 of those things every day. Mm. <laughs> and uh, uh, and uh, and alcohol and drugs and things like that are all part of uh, things that I experimented with and tried along the way. I've been through divorce, and uh, uh, I've been through the heartbreak of, uh, of, of one of my children having a very, very serious accident. And, 
and and struggling in those ways. It's uh, I've had eight children, so there's eight obstacles right there. <laughs> I always think about the greatest spiritual teachers who ever walked among us, like Jesus and Buddha, and we always quote them. But they never, you know, they didn't. They weren't married and having children, you know. <laughs> So it's, uh, uh, and, and so all of the all of the challenges that go with that have been a, a, a part of my life. Well, yeah, it's, it's so true about what we, you know, how how really how strong we can really be in seeing those things. It's funny, but, you, you know, ne- I never look at them as obstacles. I mean, when you asked the question, and I, I, I facetiously said I, I've never had any. The truth is that uh, when you're an orphan and you wake up every day when you're six years old, you don't go around pouting and crying and saying, you know, why am I an orphan? Why me? And, no. and, and so on. You just get up and you deal with, with, with what life hands you. Virginia Woolf had a great observation once. She said that uh, arrange whatever pieces come your way. That's the, that's the uh, height of uh, enlightenment. You know, just uh, whatever pieces come your way, just arrange them and, and, and make them make it work for you. It's only when you turn 40 and you look back on your life and, and you want to explain why you're an alcoholic today and why you're divorced and why you're broke and why things aren't working. Then you look back into your past and come up with all of the excuses. You know, I was an orphan. My mother liked my sister better. This, we, we had to live here. We didn't do that. I was the wrong color. I was the wrong height, whatever it might be. And those all become excuses that we use for the choices that we've made in our life, in my estimation. Well, there is a question that I ask each and every one of my guests that I have on the show, because my show is about uplifting and inspiring messages and messages that enable people to live their lives full out. And sometimes I have been accused of making it seem so easy. And so I have this question, and it goes something like this. Here we are living life outrageously, living our dream, bringing our messages to the world. And my question is this. Sometimes we make it look so easy. What sort of obstacles have uh, you had to overcome to be doing what you're doing in this very moment? Well, when you say that, I think of the original obstacle for for a lot of women. Um, it's still true, but less so, I think. Uh, and that was that we were told that our position in life was natural, that it was due to biology or God or Freud, and <laughs> it just couldn't be changed. And that's the most difficult, you know, because then you are taught to feel that the source of your problem is within yourself, that it's immutable, uh, and there's, there's just no chance of moving. And I think what got us out of that, really, was just listening to each other, sitting down and mm-hmm. In group, in small groups, and hearing a woman say something that we thought we alone were feeling, um, and realizing that if uh, unique people, and we are each of us unique, were experiencing the same problem, it was probably political and it could be changed. What are some of the obstacles, the challenges that you've personally had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Well, as you said, crush-busting in this case, I had to overcome the former beliefs. that uh, I was uh, uh, shocked by the new beliefs that I acquired through my work on cells. And so that it was interesting. I used to give lectures and tell people about the new science, and I would tell them all in these lectures that right after I understood it, I would say, if you, if you know and understand the meaning of what I'm talking about here, you can create this most wonderful life. And then they would cock their heads and look at me, and they'd say, you know, Lipton, your life doesn't look that great. And that was the biggest obstacle when I realized myself that I had all of this awareness, and my life was still exactly the same. And that was uh, that led me on to the reality is that, oh, my goodness, I, I had to recognize we had two minds working on this, the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. 
and my conscious mind was now aware of all the new biology and the new science about how I control my life, and yet my subconscious mind was responding like a, uh, a jukebox, push the button, play the tape, push the button, play the tape, to the old tapes. And so what was real interesting is despite all the awareness I acquired, my life was still exactly the same as it was. And go slowly Let me love you Oh, yes, indeed. I am telling you, I cannot keep my composure. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And, boy, I'm glad I got my tissues out. I am thrilled that you all are joining us. And I love even that song. I mean, even the lyrics in that song. Juice Newton singing that song. She's joining us here today. And in a minute, you're going to hear my favorite song, The Sweetest Thing. But right now, we've got Juice Newton. And, of course, Brenda, you're joining us as well. Juice, I'm telling you, you've probably heard your own music a million times. But I have to tell you, for me, every time I hear that song or hear your voice, I just get chills uh, just up and down. Thank you so much for joining us today, both of you. I mean, here the three of us are, and of course we're honoring Otha, who's not with us, and and the song that he's written. And I said to you during the break, there is a time right now where all of us could use a little infusion, if not a lot, of love. And this song is something that we are going to ask people to listen to and then forward it to ten other people. You can get the song on iTunes. You can get it many, many places. Yes. And the reason being is that it's such a powerful message about love. And I want to ask each of you, what does this song mean to you personally? Well, Brenda, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's good. (laughs) I I was a fan of Juices long before I met um, Otha. And, of course, everyone knew this song, and I loved it. And I had seen... um, Juice performed this song on TV, and the guitar solo, the camera was on Otha, and I saw Otha, and there was something about him, and I said, dear, just a subconscious thought, you know, oh, dear Lord, to have a man like that in my life, not even, you know, like, I'm going to stalk this person or anything like that, but there was such warmth, genuine warmth, and as I got to know Otha and, and have a life with him, that song came from a place of warmth, and it just reflected what he has in his heart, I think, for, for all people. He always... You know, chose to see the good in everybody. So when I hear that song, it has so many emotions from, um, you know, first recognizing him and, and remembering that glimmer when I met him on TV or saw him on TV and then met him a, a couple years later and, and everything. And then the song, as I said, I was a fan of theirs before I, I ever met them. And um, it, it just has such positive memories. And then the, the love that comes from other people commenting on that song and wanting to hear about that song, I think, is is very touching. So... You know, like you, Pat, I can listen, I, you know, went to so many of their concerts and never, ever, ever got tired of um, hearing them and seeing them perform. Well, one of the things that I am so struck by is how perfect this song is for Juice Newton and how perfect Juice Newton is for The Sweetest Thing. Absolutely. And Juice, I, I, you know, we're talking at, you know, about you as if you're not here, but you really <laughs> are here. And I can't even imagine another person singing this song. And I don't know if that's weird in the music industry, but for me, it's like you were born to sing the sweetest thing. How how do you feel about that? Well, it it is definitely a song that um, that 
each time I do get to sing it, um, has all those great feelings that um, that people, I think, long for. They long to have that deep emotional contact and um, relationship. And whether or not it's with your kids or your husband or your wife or with your friends, it's uh, necessary, I think, to have those positive, uh, deep-felt feelings in order to be a, a, a true, a caring human being. And to give that, it's a, it's a gift, and I am so appreciative that um, I got the gift of that song, that Otha wrote that song, and that I can share that song, even though he physically isn't here, he is present uh, with McKenna and Brenda and myself and my own kids and our friends um, over and over every time we do a song that that Otha wrote, and that song especially touches so many people. It has such a universal um, reaching outreach, actually, um, that it's it's an honor to have the song in uh, in my heart and in my head. Mm. There's a line in the song that I've always wanted to ask both of you about, and 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 you know, and I and I've heard. I talked to my listeners about this line, by the way. And Juice, you would be blown away with how interesting people interpret this particular line. And it's and I've never been afraid of losing, and I've never wanted love to be a chain. Yeah, very cool. And, and everybody says that that means something different uh, to them. I, I'm just curious. What was the meaning behind that 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 particular part of the song, or should we just interpret it to what it means to each of us? Well, I, I do think that that um, Otha was stating a fact actually that many people can't voice. They want that love, they want that affection, and they want that ability, and long for it. Um, but uh, and so they see it as um, precisely what they're searching for, which is. Um, a, a love that comes both ways, and but yet you're brave, and so you're brave enough to reach out and love a person uh, um, without uh, with no limits. Um, and I think that's really important because we struggle at times, and we may have someone in our life that uh, none of us are perfect. And so, if you can give the love, you're going to get something back. But yet you're not. It doesn't feel like. Um, you're, um, you have to present your love in a specific manner so you're not afraid of losing. Um, you're brave enough to step through that door and love someone without having, um, having it come back to you in exactly the same way. Your love is with no bounds or, or boundaries and that, that way you're strong enough to do that. And I, I'm not, I mean, Otha's not here to, to discuss it, but, that's how I personally interpret it, and I'm sure everyone has their own opinion of it. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's heartfelt, and it and it has a true meaning to them, then Otha would be very pleased to know that his his inspiration at that moment has such a far reaching um, is so far reaching for so many people. 
I love it. And, I, you know, we're going to listen to the song uh, right now, Juice and Brenda. But before I do that, I want to make sure all of you know Juice Newton joining me here today. It, the Her CDs, American Girl 2 and Gift of Christmas CDs, are available through CD Baby. But more importantly, I want you to know that if you want to find out more about Juice, go to her website, JuiceNewton.com. Um, and let's listen to the song, my favorite song of all time, the sweetest thing, Juice Newton singing the song, Oh the Young, the individual that wrote it. When we come back, we're gonna have Otha we're gonna have Otha's amazing daughter joining us, Juice Newton and Brenda. Here's the song. Listen to it, open up your heart, and take it all in. When I see you in the morning. Sleep still in your eyes. I remember all the laughter and the tears we shared last night. And as we lie just two shadows in the light before. Sweetest thing I've ever known is loving you.
to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yes, indeed, everyone. I want to welcome you, welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on right here on the show. We've got a great show for you today. Amazing. And that's our theme, Benny, just in case you're wondering, because of the month of May. I'm always wondering. It's like amazing. Did you get it? I got it. um, (laughs) I got it. I'm your host, Dr. Pat, joined by Mr. Benny Mathers, my amazing producer. And guess who's joining us here today? Ooh, I can only hope who it is. I can only think of one word for it. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Shirley MacLaine is going to be on the line here in a few minutes, and we're thrilled to have her here. So I get... um, I get this chill some days, and, and, and I do like today. I'm getting to talk to Shirley MacLaine and then followed up with Gary Zukoff. And I was sitting yesterday, and I, and I was thinking about what the most important thing might be for me. You know, what is most important for me in my life? And I came to this very interesting place where I realized that being in a place of gratitude is so profoundly amazing. And I thought, is that the place? Is that the place to be? If you're in a place of gratitude, can other things coexist? So I had a really interesting day yesterday, and I'm reading Shirley's book, of course, and and just taking a look at some of the things we're doing here, the launching of the Transformation Network, that official announcement will be out next week, and you all will now be able to participate in a dream that has been mine for a really long time. And that is to create a landing place where people can come together, whether it's for articles, whether it's for conversation, or whether it's for Transformation Talk Radio, which we're launching as well. But the question then you know, comes up. How do we know what we're meant to do in this lifetime? How do we know when we get tapped on the shoulder or we hear a voice what that's about? How do we know that we're being asked or we're being called or we're being pulled? That is the most that is the most frequently asked question of all of you on all the stations we're on. You know, the 14 hours of live radio I do this week, this is the question that you all ask most. You ask the question, What is my purpose? How do I find it? How do I get unstuck? And, and these are so, these questions are so profound in their own right because each of you is amazing in your own right. And I said that the month of May is, you know, we kind of, our theme is amazing. Get it? Amazing. That's our theme. But part of this is your participation because all of you are amazing. And we're here to remind you of that. But the question then becomes, what are you amazed at in your lives? And so today, I get to have a conversation with Shirley McLean. I never thought in my wildest dreams that that would ever happen, even though that was like on my top top ten things to do. And so the message that I want to leave with all of you while we're bringing Shirley on is this. Don't give up on your dream. Don't let folks tell you you can't do something. And remember, it gets better as you get better. 
Shirley McLean is joining us here today. We are thrilled, jazz, amazed. Shirley, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, Dr. Pat, thank you very much for having me. I'm amazed. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get the little play on words that were like in the month of May and it's like amazing? (laughs) And also the maze of life. The maze of life. Oh, my goodness. Now, I think we've had a little experience with that. I want to ask you a question, Shirley. And and first of all, let me just say thank you so much for coming to Seattle. We are so Mm -hmm. looking forward to that event. Yes, good. Thank you. I'll tell you a little bit about it if you want to know. I want to know. But here's a question I've got for you. Given everything that you've done and all that you are, and I just spent 10 minutes talking about you, yours must be ringing. What are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that you've had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Well, let's see. I've been kind of a functioning on earth plane mystic mm. most of my life. I mean, I've been interested in all these so-called otherworldly things all my life. Then when I became an adult and traveled around the world and saw that... Uh, this was the country, basically, of left-brained materialism, and the rest of the world, particularly the Orient, is much more conversant with these other, let's say, esoteric uh, subjects, which are now becoming more and more necessary to acquaint ourselves with. So I guess what it was for me, although I wasn't afraid of it, it did take some courage to come out and talk about uh, extraterrestrials and reincarnation and the idea of um, the soul's journey through time and what uh, what we've been doing that's left us uh, so completely discombobulated, you know, because I was into this a very long time ago. Mm-hmm. So the whole the whole idea of what to be amazed at right now is uh, how we're going to get out of this. <laughs> yes. yeah. it's, it's really incredible how we get these messages. I, I got this idea that, uh, you know, I'm writing a book, and it's called Unstuckable. And somebody said to me the other day, what the heck is that word? That word is not even in the dictionary. I said, mm-hmm. I don't know. I woke up one day, and I felt like that's the way I wanted to be. So I want to ask you about this. I mean, you know, you're coming to Seattle. We're talking about life balance. How do we stay open-minded because one of the things you talk about is if we stay open-minded the truth will emerge are we ready for the truth yeah let me just talk a, a little bit about what we really have to address ourselves to pat because okay. it, it's important yep. this uh, a coming alignment of 2012 mm. is not a is not a hollywood science fiction joke this is real now we've got the energy that's co co-aligning for the first time in 26,000 years. Now, that's a great big deal. This hasn't happened to us on Earth for 26,000 years. Now, that carries with it. The truth of the matter is that we are going to be directly aligned with the center of the galaxy. The other big truth of the matter is that that alignment carries with it a gravitational pull. That's what we're seeing with the weather. That's what all this kind of, what is this disruption all about? Now, we've got to adjust to this alignment with our consciousness, too, because we are conscious beings, hopefully, and what the consciousness and the mind is really is an electromagnetic piece of equipment, and so our magnetics are getting, they're getting more aligned, but we're not used to the alignment, and that's why we're having such trouble. Mm. That's what I'm going to talk about on uh, on June 13th, and how to get around it, how to how to look at it 
you don't have to be a scientist to understand this, but to but to look at it from the point of view of this is this is kind of an anomaly, or oh, that hasn't happened for a very very long time, and I think this after this alignment we'll start to see what the Bible and many other ancient texts talk about the thousand years of peace and light. After the alignment occurs, we'll be in the space where we were 26,000 years ago when it began, and we'll start this karmic journey all over again. This is really important conversation, Shirley. I'm so glad that you are talking about this when you come, because there are people on, in one school, and, and I'd love for you to address this, that are in this helpless, hopeless camp, so to speak. Mm-hmm. There are the mm-hmm. other folks like me who come on here, and people call me. You know, the the optimist of the decade who just, you know, sticks to this place of it, it's going to get better. But yet there's this no. whole middle ground that you bring. And that's- well, wait a minute. I don't know if it's middle ground, but I will say this. Come off all the accusations and the polarity and uh-huh. this is wacky and blah, blah. What we have to do in order to get us through what we're all going through, mm-hmm. this really is uh, a um, a conglomeration of karmic drama, you might say. Oh. Now, I'm not sure what I'm going to say next is, is going to happen, but I strongly feel it, and that is this. When this alignment occurs, all the karmic drama of our past 26,000 years and all the lifetimes of experience that have gone into our soul's journey will be nullified. Mm-hmm. I think when this alignment occurs and the apex of it is December 21, 2012, but it's been a process, not an event. From 87 until another 20 years after 2012, we'll be in this process. And what we should do in our everyday lives, look at the people that we're having trouble with, that we're upset with, Mm -hmm. or who are upset with us, and try to get that alignment going to help nature when she comes around to 2012 and says, okay, annulment time, we are now going to nullify all the karmic drama and start anew. In this, it's, I love it though. I really do love it because, you know, for me, it really talks to some of the issues that I just shared before you came on with one of the most frequently asked questions on this show. And I do 14 hours of live radio a week. The most interesting questions that I get asked or that get my guests get asked are, I am in searching of my purpose. I am in search of who I am. I feel lost. I feel stuck. I need some help. And right, but when you get into this alignment mm-hmm. and understanding that it is a cosmological fact, I mean, it is an astronomical mm-hmm. effect. And once you start that, you know that your purpose, you just got to relax a little bit, Pat. <laughs> relax a little and let it happen and not be so upset with the fact that things are upsetting. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a way of explaining this, which I'm going to do when I come. I can, I, once I, understood that we're all living a comedy drama anyway. Mm-hmm. We're all the, the director, the producer, the star, the writer, even the distributor of our own reality. It's just like a movie. So we're in a creation movie. And I'm going to talk about how show business and movies are the same as life. So we have a first act, a second act, and a third act. We're into the third act. These things have to be resolved. Because we're into the third act, We and we know that we are, that gives you a sensibility of what you want to create with it. Mm. 
Shirley, what are, what are we afraid of? Uh, and I know you talk about, you know, what we are really afraid of in, in your books. But I, I would love to ask you right now, today, n- a lot of people sense what's coming. What are we afraid of, really? I think we're afraid of the, the, the separation from God. Mm. And mm. unless you have that alignment with the creative source, you can't feel safe. I'm not talking religion here. I'm talking high-level spirituality. We have been separated, or the feeling of being separated from God for a very, very long time. Now, the God is you. You are God. So don't be afraid of that anymore. Just recognize that's what you are. Mm. You the way been... I do it, I go out in nature, just like yeah. you explaining, mm-hmm. and I look at the trees and the animals. They all know it. They get it. They all, <laughs> they, well, they live in a, in a sense of... Um, a kind of abiding harmony. They understand it. They don't have to question it. So, I don't know, be more like the animals and the birds and the trees, I guess. I'm telling you. I mean, I'm talking to them these days. Hey, everybody, I hope you had fun just listening to the few of the folks that I've had the chance to have conversations with. Now, that question... Challenge and obstacles. What if some of the leaders in the field of human potential, but, you know, regular folks like me and you, what have they answered when asked about challenges in their lives? Here you go. Enjoy it. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? (laughs) Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our wheelhouse to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at thedrpatshow.com. Ram Das has been uh, an internationally renowned spiritual icon for over 30 years. And so let's listen to how he answered one of the questions that I'm known for. And that question has to do with overcoming challenges in one's life. All right, here we go. Now, there is this question that I do ask each and every one of the people I speak with. And... Um, it goes like this. Uh, here we are, and you know, on the verge of embarking on an amazing conversation and an enjoyable day and being in the here and now. And so the question is, what are some of the challenges that you t- to face to bring you to this very moment? The challenge of the mind time binding. Mm. That is the... It, it, I... I travel in words out of the past and the future, but 
It must be God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So my mind uh, time binds, uh, and that keeps me from looking, being with the now. The next part of that, um, the... um, the melodramas of life, of the um, they're seductive. They're mm. seductive, mm. and the roles in those melodramas, the roles. I have many, many roles, as so do you, and so does everybody. And they're so um, uh, comfortable, comfortable. And staying out of the roles so that you're fresh from this moment. The consciousness to, to inhabit this moment it can't be in a, a prison cell of concept. So now each concept in your mind, you and then I think the way way to do it is the moment. The delve into the moment in for seeking spirit. Delving into the moment. The the moment has the it 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 involves. Uh, many um, consciousness planes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because the, the and um, and the moment gets you into the planes which are not in time, mm-hmm. and then you. Realize that how that that the moment is no is not time. Minutes and hours are time, but the moment is is. It's a word that we've created, isn't it? Yeah. The word moment, for lack of any other visualization or conceptualization. But by taking the moment and go directly into it. Is one of the, one of the best paths to God. Hi, John. Welcome to the show. Hi, Pat. Hey, Benny. 
Yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you know, we love having you. Good. I, I wore my heart for you. <laughs> Good. I d- Your heart is on. I got my heart. Your heart. On for you. Thank it's you. an amazing thing. And, uh, you know, I, you tell me, there's a question, actually, and l- let me ask it, because I ask every one of my guests, and it came from one of my listeners, you know, ages ago, actually. And, you know, because I'm always, like, pretty happy. I'm uh, kind of upbeat. I get on the air, and I'm just, like, living life and having a good old time, and and, you know, folks said, hey, wait a minute. Have you ever had any challenges? I mean, did you just pop out of your mom and just be all happy? Or have you had to, been, you know, overcome some stuff like us? And then I dedicated a show to that, actually two shows to that. Uh, and so the question that comes up is, here you are. You're touring the world. You're internationally known for the amazing gift that you bring. Uh, you're a best-selling author. You now have a brand-new book out. You're going to be in the Seattle area. And the question that I have for you is, you know, all of this, you know, John, what are some of the challenges that you have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Excellent question. Excellent question. Well, the, the first book, Pat, is Born Knowing, Accepting and Embracing My Spiritual Gifts. The, the challenge I had was um, accepting that I had this ability. And as a child, I'm, I'm one of five kids in an Irish-Italian-Catholic family and in, in New England, so I was a little different. And, I, and I'm, it's just like I can say to some of the audience members um, who are listening, are you the different one in your family? Mm-hmm. And we're not necessarily different. We were just born extra aware. So one of the challenges was, was me accepting that um, I had this ability because of skeptics and being called names um, as a child. So my biggest challenge was actually getting up in front of people and actually doing it. And, and thank God that I did. But you know what? No matter how many times you have a challenge in front of you, you don't face it. It's going to come up again and again and again until you get the lesson. So I finally stepped up there and did it. So um, it's been going well. Um, so the challenges have fallen away, and the, the more I do it, the more comfortable, you know, because it's been going over 15 years now. So the biggest challenge literally was accepting this um, and, t- and taking on the role in a life of doing a life of service. I am talking with Mary Allen. Thank you, Mary. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Well, Pat, I am so excited about being here, so thank you. Well, you know, let me ask you about this book. My show is called Crust Busting. Mm-hmm. Crust is, is, is what I have labeled all of these things, negative beliefs, emotions, uh, thoughts, that would stop people from living their dream. And so, you know, we get, we get these things. They come in and, you know, the key is how we deal with them. So my question, the question that I ask everyone is, you know, what are some of the obstacles? What are some of the challenges? What are some of the, what is some of the crust that you've personally had to deal with to bring you to this very moment? Gosh, well, um, of course it's been quite a journey. Um, in starting in my own life, um, the, Gosh, the, the obstacles I think started initially being just numb and just kind of going through life in kind of a, you know, kind of a TikTok kind of sort of way. And oh yeah, I get that. You get that. It's like, you know, you think life is just happening and then there's that initial awakening point where you realize, wow, I can really start consciously directing the life. So that was one of the just early obstacles way back. And what's, what's great, you talk about obstacles and my book is is really all, it's really primarily about two things. It's really about, number one, getting really clear about what you want, and then the whole, really, the rest of the book is about clearing out the crust. Mm-hmm. So it's like all the stuff that does get in our way, and 
and in terms of obstacles for me, what's interesting is I was actually writing this book. It was like a real personal journey for myself because what I found is each lesson I wrote, something would show up in my life that would give me a real-life example to actually have to deal with this topic at a deeper level. So um, the obstacles were, well, take each lesson as we went along, and I got to live it in full, brilliant color. Mary, thank you so much for joining the show today. I'm happy to be here, and thank you for asking. Well, for those of you that are, you know, listening, let me just direct you to the website really quickly. Um, if you want to follow online with us, of course, you can go to friendsofmary.com. Mary, thank you. Thank you. I know you're very, very busy. You're doing wonderful, wonderful work, as you always have. I'm so thrilled that you're on the show today. You know, let's start off by talking about, a, well, there's actually a question that I ask each and every one of my guests, and it is a question that, pretty much came from my listeners, and it goes like this. Here you are, you know, you've traveled the world, you've written two best-selling books, uh, you have a fabulous ministry, and the question that has come up more times than not is this question of, of life. We seem like we're in the slide and glide of things, and then the question comes up, well, haven't you ever had a bad day? Mm-hmm. Haven't you ever had any obstacles? So, what are some of the obstacles? What are some of the challenges that you've had to face to bring you to this very moment? Oh my gosh! Um, I think that, you know specifically health challenges, um, relationship difficulties, financial issues. This, the very thing that is in the curriculum of human homework that every one of us gets as we grow through different uh, layers of. And I love it that you use the word crust busting because. The next crust is just the edge of the unknown, and it's the place where I haven't yet discovered that I am more than the crust I see or more than the problem that I have. Um, and specifically, over the last several years, a number of things occurred, one of which the man that I love and adore and have been married to for over 10 years, um, came, uh, over time his depression grew into a um, complete um, collapse mentally. He spent a year in a psychiatric hospital, and I entered a new world of helping somebody walk through the field of mental illness. Um, it wasn't something I would have chosen to go through consciously, but it, I've used what's happened in my life and as a part of the next level of what brings about that discovery inside each one of us that we have a greatness that's beyond the things we face. And, you know, I wouldn't turn around and say I would not keep these gifts. And every person who's listening this morning there are things that have happened in your life that at the time it came, whether it was a diagnosis or a divorce or a downsizing or something that you didn't want to bring into your life, time and time again, and you know it, and your friends will say the same thing, this cancer or this difficulty, this turned out to be one of the best things that ever happened to me because every single thing that happens in our lives comes in within its hands, a gift for us if we're just willing to unwrap that gift. My guest today is Dr. Charlene Proctor, and the book that she has written is Let Your Goddess Grow, Seven Spiritual Lessons on Female Power and Positive Thinking. And let me just tell you a little bit about Charlene, because I can only say a little bit about her in this time frame, because she is doing so many things. The most important thing I think you should know is that you can find out all about who she is, what she's doing, how to get plugged in by going to www.thegoddessnetwork.net. She is an unbelievable speaker, and this book, Let Your Goddess Grow, 
climbed the charts to number one on Amazon.com, and we are thrilled, Charlene. We are thrilled to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. You know, uh, there's a question that I ask every one of my guests, and uh, it, it kind of it came from my listeners, and it goes like this. Here you are with this amazing network you've created. You're uh, touring across the country. As a matter of fact, I think you'll be coming to Seattle, yep. where I hang out uh, <laughs> in early February. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've written this book, Reaching the Charts Number One. Some people would think that this has been, you know, the slide and glide for you. The question I want to ask you is, uh, what are the challenges? What are some of the things that you, Charlene, you have personally had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Well, other than the obvious of having two kids and getting a Ph.D. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, believe me, I'm totally relating to that one. <laughs> Let me tell you, that is the biggest wake-up call to any woman going back to school when she oh. has a family. Because the day I came back from my first day in Ph.D. school at the University of Michigan, I tallied up because I thought there had been a mistake. I had to write 17 papers in one semester. And I thought, oh, my gosh, how am I going to get through this? Yeah. What did I um, sign up for? <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, like I said, other than the obvious um, and the loneliness, actually, while dealing the confidence to achieve something like that. Um, but obstacles, and I'm sure many people tell you that, are only there for our benefit. And I would not be the person I am today without my challenges. So I thank the universe for them before I go through my list. Um, I would say that one of my biggest obstacles in building my um, opinion on life and helping others and doing the work that I do now, which I enjoy so very much, is to just learn how to value self. I did not recognize the divine element within myself, and I was never shown that idea when I grew up. I never learned how to brace it at a very deep level um, whether we call that the God or Goddess mm-hmm. or the Spirit within, I never really felt valuable because I never really knew what that was. And to realize that we are an individual spark of divine power, that moment that we do that is the moment of recognition that we can step into a vision in whatever work we do that we're filled with self-esteem and feeling, feelings of empowerment and that we are our own self as a source of power to do whatever we want. And um, I think that uh, another lesson for me, which was very interesting and challenging, was just to learn how to manifest my goodness in my life and to, and to learn how to do that for myself. And I know some ways we say that's finances or career or whatever, but at some point, we learn to put that aside and say the first lesson in manifestation, yes, is for the individual, but to really get the true blast uh, of wonder from that, we need to do that for humanity and dedicate our lives, um, which is truly the most satisfying point that we can be in our lives. Um, so those were some of my ideas about my obstacles, which I said I'm all grateful for. (laughs) It's really interesting. At some point in our lives, we get to that place where we look at our obstacles and our challenges, and, you know, it's almost like a surrender where we we give up and we say, okay, you know, if I don't make you my friend, you all are going to just kill me. (laughs) 
this is true. And uh, and truthfully, we spend a lot of time, and I think as grown women, especially after mm-hmm. we cross 40, that's so true, that we shed this cross that you talk about and all of these negative old mental programs. And it's funny, but I thought about this this morning as I was driving to the office, and I thought we spend so much of our lives trying to hurry up and function in the regular world that we we live in and manage all this complexity and then we spend the second half of our life rediscovering who we really are and i think that's why a lot of times we change careers and come to these big ahas and epiphanies after we turn 40 because we need to achieve this balance in our life which is how we're living in the outside external world and doing and who we are inside as being. And this balance between being and doing, I think, just sort of crops up on us unexpectedly until one day um, we have to set a process in motion that says, if I don't bring this idea or balance back into my life, I'm going to crumble and I can't function anymore. And that's kind of what happened to me um, when I decided to start the Goddess Network. Hey, everyone. This time of year, I'm always reflecting on the past. And I think you heard me talk about how grateful I am for my life, for the people in it, for the team I get to work with every day, but mostly for all of you. I think that your unwavering support of the show, the message, everything we're doing here at Transformation Talk Radio has inspired all of us to be better and better and better at serving you. So for me, for this team, to all of you, we wish you the best this holiday season ever, amazing holiday season, and get ready for a 2018 unlike anything you've ever seen, because we've got so much planned for all of you. Again, our hearts to your hearts. Thank you so much. All the laughter and we shared last night And as we lie Just two shadows In the light before the dawn The sweetest thing I've ever known Is loving Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our real house to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at the drpatshow.com.